Leslie, how has your summer been? What have you been up to? Um, well, today was the first day of school. So uh, when you're a student, you get about like 10 weeks of summer. So yeah. we, we usually try to be very strategic about our priorities. Um, so this summer, um, we were able to take our first um, family plane trip um, to Hawaii. And it's been a while since I've traveled. Mm. So it was quite, quite the um, good experience to get away. We didn't go like, you know, one or two years after COVID like everybody. Mm. Um, so we started off with that trip um, because we knew we would have a few things lined up with FCBC and we really wanted to prioritize um, the church ministries that were offered this summer. Mm. Um, such as um, the VBS, of course, uh, my kids get to go to that. And um, it's just something we can all do together. And then um, the other thing uh, was that our family got to join the youth retreat. And I got the specific assignment to do what you should have done, Erin, which is to be the camp nurse. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, so that was my specific role in the retreat. Yeah. And then, um, aside from those things, I think, um, you know, I think resting and just taking it slow is something that we wanted to do. I think a lot of good things happen when you're just waiting around and there's good spontaneous opportunities to be available to who else, to whoever else is on summer break, which mm. is pretty much all the students at our church. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let's backtrack a second. Okay. You okay. said you said that you wanted to like rest, but it sounds like your summer is packed with a lot of stuff. I mean, am I wrong? Well, there's ten weeks, so like like you know, youth retreat takes up two nights, and then VBS is five days. So you know, in between those events, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it, especially yes. Mm. So um, part of the, I mean, there's also a lot of hours in the day, and we're not. We're not schooling mm. during those during the break time. So um, no, we had a lot of slow mornings where we're sleeping in and there's no agenda. Oh, okay. So okay. able to say things like, "Hmm, let's go do this," or hmm, "Let's go meet up with these people." Yeah. So that's what I mean by resting, like there's a lot of downtime. Got it. Got it. You got it. Um, I was a camp nurse before, uh, maybe a oh. couple of years before. Yeah. No I mean. Way. Right now, right now, I'm in a different season, obviously. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Maybe one day I'll return. That's fun. It's fun being a camp nurse, you know, as long as nothing too wild happens, I guess. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. How did you like being a camp nurse? Um, it was very well, we weren't prepared this time because last year we mm. were like unofficial nurse since we're the only adults who attended without mm -hmm. counselor. And, and we realized like how necessary this role is right right right, uh, right around kids and i should have known that as a parent because anything can always happen right. so we're a little bit more prepared with our supplies mm. and our medicine but i still feel like that role was really involved much more involved for the short two days we were there there were there was a long list of wounds and injuries, yeah. accidents um, that, you know, I had to treat. And I was literally just seeing people every time we were gathering. I had to bring yeah. them. I was like a portable nurse. Yeah. They, they weren't cutting me. I was running to them. 
<laughs> um, but you know, those were the kids like I, I got to meet. I learned their names. I learned their parents. So that was really, it was nice. It was a, a nice way to break the ice. Yeah. Um. And this was what well, was a high school retreat. Is that what it was? Yeah. Well, the youth retreat. So it it uh, involves like I think sixth grade, maybe all the way to. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have like some some younger ones, I guess, sixth grade. It's it's, it's interesting if you ever do a nurse for like like the even younger ones, like elementary school age, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're like yeah, they are literal babies. Yeah. Um, but okay, so how did you feel being, I guess, what, were you like the oldest person at the retreat then? <laughs> uh, we, okay, well, as long as Darren's there, he's the oldest. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> yes, we are like the adults. And that's why I felt really scared too with that mm. responsibility. Mm. You know, before mm. we the, the the campsite i was doing all my research to find like the nearest like hospitals or urgent cares because we would be the one taking those kids if there was like a dire like emergency right 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 so um it's a big responsibility especially when you know things that could happen and those are things you don't think about when you're young you know yeah yeah um so i want to talk to you about you spending time with these young people yeah, this uh, Gen Z group. So um, yeah, like, how, how, how do you feel spending time with younger people? Does it make you feel good? Does it does it give you life and energy? <laughs> hey, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Do you remember last year, we had done like a, a pastor ser uh, sermon series? Mm -hmm. One of our uh, live Instagram was about like that generation. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. You know, to be honest, at that point in my life, I don't think I was really integrated. I didn't know who these people were and okay. I felt really far removed. And um, I think in the last year, I, for whatever reason, I think that it was just God's timing that I, we served at the youth retreat and it was very pivotal for me um, in helping plan for VBS yeah. to know kids were because we were leading them and we had to make assignments for them and um so this was kind of like me entering new territory and mm. it can be a little intimidating because <laughs> you, you kind of start off with like not having a reference point you don't have understanding or experience so you know it's a scary feeling it's like i don't know these i don't know what they think of me mm. I know what I think about them, but they're just assumptions, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, I I feel like, man, God is so good to um, allow us to, what, being integrated? Uh, <laughs> in, in the yeah. sense that, yeah, they do make me feel good, but not in an emotional sense. It's, <laughs> it's more so like, you know, I, I had, um, I think I believed maybe like false assumptions about them coming out of COVID. I think some of the personal assumptions and maybe lies that I thought mm. was that being like the generation that's like always on their screens, I thought mm. that would not be um, people oriented mm. or they wouldn't have interest to build like real relationships mm. with one another and also mm. like up upward mm. with like other people. I I'm old now, right? 
So that, that was always an insecurity. Like I, I just made this assumption, oh, but these people don't want to have anything to do with like the older folks at church. Mm. But that, well, the reason why I say God is good is because he totally like just broke my assumptions by showing me that like, these people are real and they have feelings and mm. they care for one another mm. very deeply. They like hanging out together and they're mm. very um, inclusive and open towards anyone else who shows up mm. Mm. Um, so you know it was that week of vbs i was really taking note trying to understand their ways and their their <laughs> behavior <laughs> and notice that they just always they really want to spend time loitering and they, they don't want to leave each other mm. and they're just really like tight-knit like that and um i think that's really refreshing because I guess I didn't expect people who are in, in, in touch with like their phones so early in life that they would actually care or hunger for like real interactions because that's something, you know, the older generation only knows about, you know? Mm, mm, mm. So, um, yeah, I feel like they're very warm. Um, they like to laugh a lot and, and there are differences. I, I'm, you know, I really have to ask a lot of, direct questions to understand their communication patterns their, okay. their, yeah it's a it's like a new curve and i don't want to like offend them mm. by being it's like a big i'm asking a lot of questions um okay well uh, sorry if i can just uh, say something here i think it's good that you're trying to get to to know i guess younger people um i think it's i think it's 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 i think the word that you're looking for was intergenerational yeah. is that what you were looking for earlier yeah yeah and uh, so i think you were saying that it, it's a blessing that yes. we're able to do this because i think not a lot of uh maybe churches or maybe people um you know our age get to do stuff like this get to interact with younger people in this way um uh i think that you are putting yourself in these situations right i don't i think that you're going out of your way to be with the youth right um why is that? Why is that, Luz? Like, nobody's forcing you to serve in VBS. Nobody's forcing you to go to this retreat. Uh, where does this heart for these younger people come from? Um, on one hand, I think it's seeing how we as a family can use our free time because, like, we do mm. have luxury. I'm not a, I don't have a, a full-time job where I have, I'm expected to be anywhere. So, I feel like one way that our time can be used is by really building relationships. And yeah. um, I think this particular generation, Gen Z falls between the ages now of like 10 to 25. Right. And um, ever, ever since our last chat about them right. on Instagram right. Live, I really started praying about where they fall in our church. Okay. And what, is God, what is God up to in their lives? Okay. And um, I think I, I'm learning a lot that their faith is, yeah, I can see their faith. Mm. And um, I, this is like the, the generation that's going to be serving the massive, like, uh, I guess, influx of babies that are currently in our church. Right. And five to 10 years from now, we are going to have like a massive children's and youth ministry like we've never had before mm, and mm. i think that's a special calling like we've i don't think we've ever had this kind of 
families or new families with babies is just this baby boom. It's like kind of crazy how many babies and strollers you see on a given Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, when I saw how many youth and students like signed up for BBS, yeah. you know, I, I feel like these are like untapped potential of like talent. Like these are people who have actual talent and spiritual gifts. And if we can like tap into them now and say, Hey, you're valuable to the church and we need you like right now, we need you right now to right, serve right. you're valuable. Right. And I feel like if you miss that opportunity and then they go off into the world and they're adults and they, they might think that they're more valuable outside of mm. the church. You know, I I just I'm yeah I'm watching with my eyes and I'm praying like bring them to the (sighs) let them use their talents and their gifts here for you know the disciple making opportunities that our church is offering. Mm -hmm. So that's personal hope. Yeah, you know, again, I don't know what that's gonna look like, but I'm I like building relationships with them. And um, it's been really fun. I'm not gonna lie; they're they're a fun group, and that I've never laughed harder than I have with some of the things we've talked about. Wow! Really? Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well. Okay. Sorry. Let me let me interject again. I mean, I, I think I'm there. I'm there with you. Uh, yeah. Our, our kids. I mean, your kids are older, right? Yeah. But I mean, um, somewhere along the line, our 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 children are gonna be, you know, around. Uh, this group of people, uh, of young people. And so, yes, it's definitely like, it's definitely like, oh, yeah, we're going to invest in them because they're going to invest in our kids too. So that's just being straight up about it, right? Um, But then I I do think that, you know, I I can see um, that you do care about them spiritually, not just necessarily, oh, they're going to be investing in my kids, so I need to invest in them too. And I think when I, I think. uh, That output, but yeah, I mean, I guess, um, I, I don't know. I feel like um, very, sorry, this is, I'm like, sorry, feeling kind of speechless right now. Oh, that's okay. It's part of the nature of doing this live stuff, you know, just kind of go with the flow. I, you know, that, you know, as you get older as an adult, you mm. kind of start sometimes like losing your heart because you just have to just, more responsibilities and less time to do things like enjoy life and laugh and I think what Jen taught me because they haven't really tasted the burdens of life and adulthood is they're still really very Mm. much enjoying life their free time they're like hanging out and um, I very much just like spending time with them and it's really weird because there's such a large age gap Mm -hmm. but literally like I don't really have an agenda when I'm talking to them. It's just like they're just really fun people to hang out mm. with, and I I enjoy their company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I think what you're referring to is just the grind of life, yeah. where it's just constant working. So yeah, it's it's yeah. totally refreshing to be around the young people. Um, yeah, I've been so I've been doing youth ministry kind of nonstop since like since you and I have been doing it together. And yep. so, um, yeah, it's definitely uh, every generation special, obviously, right? But um, yeah, I can affirm everything that you're saying about this group of people. Um, Les, I want to just maybe throw one more question at you. Um, what was your college experience like 
because this group of people were talking about like, you know, maybe seniors in high school, kind of that early college freshman year. Yeah. What, what was your college experience like? And do you ever compare it to um, this group of young people? That's a really big question. <laughs> um, so college for me, well, first I, I did go to um, UC Irvine mm -hmm. for all four years and I got my, my undergrad in psychology. Um, I think what I would say about college is it's the, a training ground for you to become independent. Mm. I think that's more important than like actually getting a college degree. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say anything about that, but um, <laughs> it's fine. College was a really hard time for me. Oh, okay. It was. Okay. Uh, I think I just didn't know how independent you had to be and a lot of decisions have to be made by you and you have to bear the consequences of your decisions like mm. your sleep uh, your sleeping and eating habits mm. make sure you're responsible for your academics but also like prioritizing your spiritual care mm. um, but thankfully i was still commuting back to my home church every single weekend and mm. I did have a very strong church uh, fellowship and family and also like I was involved on the campus ministries so I feel like that was maybe more vibrant but on um, on paper like academically I, I feel like I'm really well acquainted with like AP not advanced placement but like academic probation like oh. <laughs> like a really hard time like with my classes and I was struggling a lot with um just I guess the burdens of life and like my identity and I think something that spiritually God was doing with me was just removing a lot of um childhood and past hurts and dealing with the pain that I carried and um bringing healing to that through the truth of um who he is and understanding his love for me as like a father. So that was something that I feel was very uh, characteristic of my college years. So it sounds like, okay, we, I mean, obviously we're going to need to spend more time talking about this, mm -hmm. but to relate it back to what we were talking about previously, I mean, that was obviously a spiritually significant time for it you. Was, yeah. I mean, I think, I think obviously you feel that way uh, that maybe for these, this generation, that's still a spiritually significant time for them as well. It is. I mean, every person that, you know, goes and in, steps into college, they're basically stepping into like the real world, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Move away from home and you have to, you find like a new church and you have to start those new spiritual disciplines in a new land. It's, it's a lonely place, yeah, you know, yeah. fresh and, um, I, I really think that it shows uh, what your priorities are, right? Yeah, Again, yeah. Um, if you're going to make the effort to go to church to worship God on Sundays or that you're prioritizing a place where you can have accountability and you need a small group, mm. you know, where you can share and receive encouragement and support. I think those are the same things that college students face now. And um, it's easy to slip into spiritual laziness or if you know other things crowd your heart and become a priority in your life 
Mm. It's a reality. It's something that this is one of the reasons why when people go off, you, you guys just start praying like, yeah. you know, God, God will watch, keep watch over them. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Les, okay. So topics to talk about next time include uh, your college experience and why it was so significantly spiritual for you. Um, and then I also want to talk to you about, uh, you're actually tapping into this serving with Gen Z with some of the younger ones and uh, video, making videos. Um, yeah. Maybe the next time we record, maybe there will already be a video or something. So we'll have something to talk about for sure. Yeah. Um, but Les, thanks for, thanks for jumping on to, to do this. It's good to talk to you again. I'm really glad to, um, to do this with you. Uh, what's going on with Walnut Women? Why don't you give me an update uh, before we go? Okay, Walnut Women. Um, <laughs> I always have on my planning sheets, like mm -hmm. episodes in the future, that I have, um, you know, reached out to individuals to ask them if they're interested and to prepare for it. That right, definitely right. works. And I think um, summer, I found that it's a time where I do kind of take a break from it. Um, right any weeks off because I feel like there's church ministries that are important that I really want to be a part of and invest in. Right. Um, so let's see. I don't think anything's changed, um, except I do have interest to s explore different like recording options, like right. same thing, same type of podcast um, on Zoom recordings. And um, I, I know that you said that you're okay with that. I, I actually like it. I like the format. <laughs> I'm sure it's very simple and it's straightforward. Yeah. But I think I'm always like when I see other ideas, I want to see if I could explore those ideas with Walnut Women. Mm. Um, I think so far nothing's going to change for this upcoming year, except maybe new guests here and there. Mm. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. It's something I'm always praying about. Um, so, oh, for I, sure, Les. I do have an episode coming up actually with with Jess. Yeah. That's in the <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to all the episodes, though. Honestly, Les, it's a great podcast, and um, I'm really happy <laughs> that you're doing it for church. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, Aaron. Thanks for the time, Les. Let's talk again soon. Okay. Take care. Good night. Good night.